Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. We seem to have the idea in our thinking, and I think that's one thing that defeats us, too. We seem to have the idea in our thinking a lot of times that Jesus just went around laying hands on everyone he met. But he didn't. If you'll read the four Gospels carefully, you'll find out he didn't. You see, if we have carelessly, and too many times we have, read the Bible, or we read the Bible with preconceived ideas and we fail to see certain things, or as I say sometimes, read the Bible with glasses on that are colored with tradition. Welcome to Rama for Today. In a moment, Kenneth E. Hagan continues his series on Healing Belongs to Us. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. We've been talking to you all the week about healing belongs to us. For the text, Mark, the 16th chapter and the 18th verse said that one of the signs that would follow believers was that they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Now, God has provided some means to assist our faith or to help us receive divine healing. And one of the most prominent methods is the laying on of hands. Now, of course, you need to realize this, and I don't think a lot of people realize it, and I think that's the reason they miss it. You need to realize that laying on of hands uh, will not heal you. Are you listening to me now? You see, if it would, then there would have been no need for God to lay our sicknesses and diseases on Jesus. Remember, we've been studying that all the week. God laid on him, not only the iniquity of, of us all, but God laid on him our sicknesses and diseases. You see, he could have just told us to lay hands on one another for healing. The laying on of hands, now listen real carefully, because here's a very critical point and folks miss it and that's the reason it won't work for them. The laying on of hands merely helps you to release your faith in the word of God. The word of God said himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. The laying on of hands in other words we call it sometimes a point of contact is the point where you start believing. You've got to start somewhere. Amen. Isn't that right? If you ever get it, you are. Is the point where you start believing, I receive my healing. You see, the reason that we are less successful, we might say, in a lot of our laying on of hands, in other words, the reason it doesn't produce the results that it ought to produce, is because that we practice it practice laying on of hands without preaching or teaching God's word on the subject. And so therefore, too many times in our churches, even full gospel, Pentecostal, charismatics, the laying on of hands just simply becomes a farm or it's a ritual, an empty formality we come, hands are laid upon us, nothing happens. 
we seem to have the idea in our thinking, and I think that's one thing that defeats us, too. We seem to have the idea in our thinking a lot of times that Jesus just went around laying hands on everyone he met. But he didn't. If you'll read the four Gospels carefully, you'll find out he didn't. You see, if we have carelessly, and too many times we have, read the Bible, or we read the Bible with preconceived ideas and we fail to see certain things, or as I say sometimes, read the Bible with glasses on that are colored with tradition. So see, if we just have read the Bible like that, then we probably think that he healed everyone who was sick everywhere. And that who, whoever was in reach of him, anywhere, just sort of automatically received their healing. But you can't find anything like that when you read the four Gospels. You see, this couldn't be true. Because you remember when Peter and John, in the uh, third chapter of Acts, went through the gate called Beautiful, going into the temple... And the scripture said there sat the man there that was lame, you know, crippled, couldn't walk. And uh, that he was laid daily at that gate to beg alms. Did you ever stop thinking about it? Wasn't too many days before Jesus went right through the same gate. The same man was there. If he was laid daily, he had to be there. Amen. Isn't that true? Did you ever stop thinking about it? If Jesus just healed everybody everywhere, then it's just a matter of, of a few days, you might say, later. In the fifth chapter of Acts, you see, as a result of the third and the fourth, the fifth chapter of Acts, where they brought the sick from the cities and villages around about Jerusalem and laid him out on the street, if by many means the shadow of Peter might fall upon him. Where did they get all those sick people if Jesus healed all of them? Because, see, at the very best, are you listening to me now? At the very best, this was only about a two-month period from the time that Jesus himself was ministering. It is only really about 50 days 40 days, you see, from his resurrection until the day of Pentecost, and this is just a day or two later. So you see, it would be less than two months. Would that many people, you know, get sick in two months if he healed all of them? I mean, if he got everybody healed, a whole, whole nation, you might say, in every city? Well, certainly not. Certainly not. No, you see, a lot of times we have just uh, uh, imagined a lot. And it's not that way at all. Uh, we, we imagine a lot of times even we full gospel and Pentecostal people who believe in gifts of the Spirit, uh, we imagine the way they ought to be. And the way they ought to be manifested. And then when they come into manifestation, it don't work like we thought it ought to, so it couldn't be right. Or God starts using some. I remember Brother Gordon Lindsay, you know, who was editor of Christ for the Nations and the, the magazine eventually was... was uh, the voice of healing. And I remember he was talking about uh, to us one time, you know, uh, a minister. This man was of a Baptist background. He got baptized. He was a preacher already. See, a Baptist preacher. And he got baptized, Holy Ghost, speak in other tongues, and gifts of healings began to manifest through him. 
in, in, in some peculiar ways. And so uh, they heard about it, and a friend phoned Brother Lynch and said he ought to, he's going to be over, Brother Lynch was pastor of a church in Medford, Oregon at that time, and this man was going to be ministering in Sacramento, California. And so he took uh, four more ministers, five, including him, full gospel pastors, and they went down to attend the meeting. Now they saw some marvelous things happen, some marvelous healings, but on the way back, he said, as these other men, he didn't go with it, these other men discussed it, they said, now it couldn't be gifts of the Spirit, because now if God was going to use anybody, he wouldn't use a Baptist, he'd use we full gospel. <laughs> dear Lord, dear Lord. So that couldn't be gifts of the Spirit operating here, see? Well, it certainly wasn't the devil out healing people. God, the devil's not in the healing business. He's in the business of making people sick. Christ is a healer. Satan is a destroyer. Acts 10.38 says. Amen. Is that right? So, so you see, we have a certain idea about these things. And a lot of times, you know, we, it's very easy for us. We're not careful to miss the Spirit of God because we've got things figured out in our heads about how it should be. You know, we see the Spirit of God in manifestation in the Old Testament in the lives of men, called of God, equipped by the Spirit. We read and studied many times about Elisha, the prophet. He just said to, to Naaman, didn't even go out to see him, send his servant out there to tell him, you go tell him to go dip the river Jordan seven times, you'll be here. Well, he was. Well, you know, uh, Naaman got mad about it, said, I thought surely he'd come out and strike his hand over the place. Well, he didn't. He didn't even come out to see him. Such a great personage as commander-in-chief of the armies of Syria. He just sent his servant out there and said, go dip in the river Jordan seven times. And he went and was healed. Praise God. Amen. Thank God for manifestations of the Holy Ghost. I said, thank God for the manifestations of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I had a manifestation of the Spirit yesterday I've never had before in my life. If you were here, you'll notice I, I, said, I pointed in this right here in that little area there, and I said, there's someone, your healing was manifested there. And, and, and the man said, yes, me. Now, I'll tell you why I said that. I suddenly saw a light flash over them. It like a flash bulb went off. It's just as bright as a flash bulb, you see, going off. I never had anything just like that before. Now, I've seen the glory of God before in manifestation. I've had my whole room to light up in the nighttime after you turn the light on, brighter than when the light was on. You could see every piece of furniture in the room. And then God spoke to me. But I never had it just exactly in that order. But praise God anyhow. I mean, if it brings results, who can argue with that? proof of the puddings in the eating. Amen. Can you say amen? amen? You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. If you'd like to find more life-changing resources, then visit rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, The Healing Package, a book by Ken Hagan, Healing Forever Settled. The CD by Kenneth E. Hagan, Man and Miracles, and a book by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Healing Anointing. All these great resources for $24.95. That's $6.95 off the regular retail price. 
call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99, 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also connect online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Or if you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We also love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us at partnersservice at rhema.org. Become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Well, honey, guess where we're going to be in January? We're going to be in Florida, huh? We're going to go south. Where I trust that it will be warm. I believe that it will be. Yes, yes. You know, your dad had some good advice. Oh, yeah, he always advised me. In in Crusades, he said, in the winter, winter, you go go south. In In the the summer, summer, you you go go north. north. Yeah, that's that's right. right. But we are going to be in St. Augustine, Florida at Anchor Faith Church. Uh, That is January the 25th through the 27th. That's with Pastor Earl and Marcy Glisson. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be good. That's going to be good. Maybe you might want to make plans if you're up in the cold country. It's January. That's right. Come on down to Florida and we'll have a good time in the sunshine of natural. And we'll have a good time in the sunshine of the Lord. That's right. And you know, we like it so well in uh, the in the wintertime that we're going to be there the whole week. Then yeah. we're going to Miami, Florida. Right. So that's a little further down. We're going to be there January the 28th through the 30th at the Alpha and Omega Church. Our friends, Pastor Alberto and Miriam Degato. Oh, I'm looking forward yes, to being with Alberto and those guys. That's a fantastic, they're a fantastic couple. That's right. I've been looking forward to that. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I, our Living Faith, we got, we've got our Living Faith Crusade startup in January. Yes. And we'll be doing Living Faith Crusades now all the way through. I guess we, we take off in February. And then we start up again in March because in February we have Winter Bible winter Seminar Bible here. Seminar. So That's right. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen continues his series on Healing Belongs to Us. That's next time here on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.